Welcome to a very special home edition of Oak and Bros. I'm Eric. Yeah, Mike, I can't hear you at all. Can't hear me? Now I can. Okay, so yeah. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. Um, Eric, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, good. Hello, everybody. Quarantined from Long Island, New York. This is just madness. Lockdown. Lockdown 2020. This is crazy how the entire world, and I got to tell you something. I wrote a book. I'm not here to hawk any books, right? I wrote a book called Monsterland, and it's literally about the end of the world, okay? And in the second book is take, it takes place three weeks after the first Monsterland begins. And the whole world goes to hell in a handbasket. And three weeks later, there's roving bands of crazies and all this shit in the whole world. And my publisher, big shout out to Kevin Anderson, Kevin J. Anderson, says to me, it's impossible. The world can't stop within three weeks. Well, clearly it can. Because I was, you know, I don't want to say that I'm shocked, but I'm, I'm shocked that literally, you know, two weeks and every single business is out of business. Yep. And, and, and it's just absolutely amazing. The changes that we had to make within our company were extraordinary. And it was, it's, it's awful. I mean, you know, there, there's no two ways around it. I know we're going to get through it. I know everything's going to be fine. But it's certainly painful along the way. Well, I want to, um, I want to dedicate this podcast to all the people that uh, we had to, unfortunately, lay off. Um, at BLS, this was probably the worst decision we ever had to make. But in order to have a business to get back to when this whole thing is over, just know these layoffs and the down and the downturn in business, it's just temporary. Yeah. This will not last forever. We survived 9-11. We survived the 2008 recession. We survived those stupid lawsuits in the early um, – tens the 2010s and we are absolutely going to survive this and we survived the writer strike too you know that that affected us big, you know, big time and anything that we survived has only made us stronger and to think three weeks ago eric we were opening up in more cities yeah. we were expanding we were winning rfps and like just everything just, you know what it is? You know, it's like we had the best January was the best month we've ever had. Right. Right. The best month we ever had. February was the best February that we've ever had. And right. now we're in March, which, you yeah. know, to yeah. be honest, Eric, shut off your, email. your email keeps chiming in. Shut off your email. Yeah. Um, it, it, you made me lose my train of thought, but, um, you said the best January we ever had, the best February we ever had. Right. You know. Yeah, and then and then it, and then it comes to March, and we were actually pretty good up until last Friday, and we started making cuts really last week and the week prior, where we really started getting, um, you know, uh, nervous about everything, and, and we we started being really proactive on the cuts that we had to make, and um, and then you know. This whole week, every day was just a brand new day of, of just going down. Um, but, you know, listen, we're directly related to it. We're in the travel industry. Um, and like Michael said, our one goal is to make sure that there's a company to come back to. 
So, you know, we had to refinance. We had to recalibrate. We had to consolidate departments. We had to, um, we had to do what we had to do to make sure that we are going to survive. And I know everybody across our industry, everybody across the world is, is doing the exact same thing. And I want to mention on top of it, like it's bad now, but for the people that are actually still using BLS, yeah, like, thank you. there still is work, which is just the yeah. most mind boggling thing that like, they're still filming TV shows. They're still filming productions. There's, st- there's still travelers all over the world. I mean, we have rides in Japan going on right now. Yeah. Um, that, you know, grateful to those people that are still using car. I mean, if I can do anything for my local community, I'm still ordering food from my local places because I want to keep those wheels rolling. I want to keep those doors open, you know, um, my local supermarket, uh, big shout out to Ivorone brothers. They've been delivering food every day and we're making sure that they're, um, you know, they're keeping their doors open. Um, same thing. I mean, we're making uh, Apple and Amazon. Uh, pretty wealthy at this point because like, yeah, the kids are home. We're watching movies and you know, we're, we're watching Netflix and everything, but ultimately our day has been um, since, you know, about seven o'clock this morning till about nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. We're on the phone with our staff all day. And that's a pretty normal day for Eric and me to begin with, but I feel like it's much more now. Like there's definitely like, we're in crisis. It's very, it's very intense. It's very intense. It's a good word. It's a very intense day and on you know the decisions that have to be made are not are not done lightly and they're not done easily um but you know nonetheless it has it has to be done and um you know we debated a long time on whether we were going to do a podcast or not and uh, you know we we just we we just launched the uh the episode of steven uh, of steven shanker which was a great episode if you guys haven't checked it out please do so um you know, we currently don't have an editor on staff. You know, I couldn't in good conscience keep keep putting out content the same way that I was, knowing what we had to do at BLS to keep the doors open. Um, so we completely shifted our content strategy just to more of um, anecdotal, motivational, um, and just share our feelings. You know, like I shared a picture of my wife and kids on LinkedIn. And I just felt like it was good timing because, you know, as, as I work at BLS, I like to focus on just the day-to-day stuff. I take pictures of the staff. I take pictures of, of what we're doing. And, and I just feel like it's part of it now. Um, so in, in, in later episodes, cause I think we're going to be home for a long time. We're going to have our kids on the podcast and, you know, they're going to make cameos and make appearances because it's just part of what we're doing now. And, um, you know, this is, a, we're, we're basically documenting and diarying, di- making a diary of, of our business lives and our lives. And, and, and we kind of, the show must go on where, um, you know, for, for the people that are listening, I think we're at 80 subscribers now on YouTube, by the way, which is awesome. Cool. Um, but, you know, and especially on LinkedIn, um, when I said I wasn't going to be doing the content, uh, people the overwhelming yeah. response it was yeah. unbelievable. please continue doing it please continue doing it so yeah. that's what I, I feel um i feel useful during a crisis like this that yeah business is down we're not out business is definitely down um but to be um helping others during a time like this um has been rewarding for myself that yeah. i can go and 
you know, say something like, you know, take a quote that's so relevant today. I just posted something about uh, from Winston Churchill. Uh, if you're going through hell, keep going. I mean, that really is, it's, we're all going through hell at this point. I mean, maybe not, you know, the technology stocks, but, you know, we're all in this boat together. And um, I want to give a big, big shout out to our Las Vegas office. It's my, uh, it's my Las Vegas p picture of, uh, from my thing at the Bellagio. That's some artwork that my wife bought me. That was the exact shot I had when we got married. We were in a, we were in a room and I was looking at the fountains and there's Paris and Planet Hollywood and Bally's right behind me. And I have this, I'm in my, I'm, I'm live from my den right now. Um, uh, we had to close our Las Vegas office. That was, uh, that was pretty brutal. You know, I wanted to keep it open, but it was just the right thing to do. And, um, our whole closed, you know, the, the government, the state closed the entire city. So right. you know, it, it just didn't make sense for us to keep our doors open. Um, right. We're, you know, the few rides a day that we had, um, it just, it just, it just wasn't worthwhile. It wasn't, and, you know, overall we, we want safety beyond everything and we want everybody, yeah. everybody in, in the BLS family, all of our affiliates to come out, uh, healthy and, and safe throughout all this. So that was why that decision had to be made. And if further decisions had to be made, you know, we're going based on, uh, the state and government guidelines of, of what we have to do. Um, so we can, uh, LA and LA and New York are still operational. We're still working. Uh, you know, dispatchers are still working and we, uh, we still have rides to dispatch. I mean, we're not dead in the water, uh, at this point in the game. I mean, we're, I don't even know. Look, today's Thursday. We're about a full weekend to being home and, um, knock on wood so far, you know, everyone that I know is healthy. One guy I know may have it, but he said it could be allergies too. So I don't know uh, whatever the case. But That's pretty good news. Yeah, the safety and um, the safety of our uh, staff and team and family was paramount to us. And you know, uh, I don't know if anyone from Las Vegas is going to be watching this, but um, our hearts are with you guys. And just know this is only temporary. And I hope the governor keeps his word. And within thirty days. The city's going to be back open and back operational. I was actually on Twitter this morning. Uh, Twitter's became such a useful tool uh, when you're home and you need like an outlet to the world. And hashtag Las Vegas a lockdown uh, or shutdown, whatever was trending. And you see pictures of the strip at night with no lights on. I, I mean, my heart broke, you know, that this is the most vibrant city in the world, the most exciting city. And, uh, it looked dead, meaning like six feet under, you know, and it was sad and it was scary. And I know, um, I know everyone there is going to come out of it. And, you know, this is not permanent. It, it, it can't be permanent. No, it, can't. It, it can't be and it won't be. But, you know, now's the time that we all have to buckle down and get through this. And, and we are. And, you know, um, no one said it's easy, but that's this is what we're made this is what we're made for you know you, you have to be a wartime chief you have to put things into perspective and you know now's the time to focus on other things you know like my wife and i were looking at each other and we're with our kids and it's great and it's fun um you know is there a button there, is there no, no is there, there's there's no but they, they, they've been great 
they, 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 they've been, they've been fun. You know, listen, every kid has their moments. Um, but they are, they're rising to the occasion. They're rising to the challenge. And, 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 and that's amazing. You know, they got their Chromebooks. Everybody went, everybody went virtual. Yeah. You know, I I want to expound on what you just said, Eric. Um, Yeah. Rising to the occasion, but for our children, um, uh, this is almost like a dream for me to be home locked in with my kid, my wife and kids. I, uh, this is, this is so great. It's, it's a family staycation and, um, to all the people that are uh, with their families, um, you know, we understand what you're going through. Um, you know, I was, I was, we, we, we put our children on a schedule and we're calling it, you know, the school of Oaken and every day they're doing their schoolwork in the morning right now. Um, our school district went live with online courses. So right now they're doing their work with, uh, with Sharon, Sharon's, you know, Mrs. Oaken, she's teaching them. And, um, you know, and then we separate throughout the day. So I instilled a creative writing class and, you know, so every day between like 11 and 12, we do, um, we do lunch, we do recess, and then we do creative writing uh, at around 12 o'clock. Right. And the kids are writing a book. And I said, write about anything. So I give them like a save the cat. Like each chapter is a save the cat. Like, okay, now something has to happen to the protagonist. So I'm fueling their creativity. Um, And I said to them, do you like this? And they said, we love this. And then an hour after that, we allow YouTube learning. And YouTube learning is you can research and look up any subject you want. Can't be a a gaming channel because they watch those all the time. Uh, It can't be something that they already know. It has to be something. Go ahead. Both children are learning, you know. Uh, oh, did I lose you? Yeah, no, we're, we're Eric, back. Eric, did I lose you? We're back, but um, okay. I think I, I um I think um I just got. I a don't phone. know if I uh I just got a phone call that I that I that I have to go and take. So I think with that, let's wrap this up. Let's let's run this as a test. I'll post. Eric, it. did you get everything I just said? Most did of it. Yeah, most of it. Most right. of it. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry. We're gonna have to cut this short because this is we got work to do. This is real life. So um we will uh we'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna post this today. So um we're gonna get the show safe, everybody. Wash your hands, stay home. And for those assholes on South Beach, get off the beach. St- stay home with your families, everybody. It's enough. I want this virus to be over so we can all go back to work. I agree. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye.